Hey guys, welcome to Lonely Fans with Emily, and I'm here with my good friend Kaylin. Hi, Lonely Fans. <laughs> fellow, fellow Lonely Fan here. Uh, we're being lonely together. Um, I think the most important thing that we need to know, Kaylin, to get to know you, who was your favorite basic white boy? Ben Barnes. Ben Barnes. Do you know who that is? No. I'm, I'm thinking like Bucky Barnes. Like Bucky from, Barnes? From him like, too. <laughs> Captain America. Him too. I do love him. But Ben Barnes is Prince Caspian. Mm. Me pretending to be an intellectual. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yes. Do ben, a quick search if you don't know Ben who Barnes, is. of course. Um, oh. Oh. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Can I have a second answer? Yes. Uncle Jesse. I'm sorry? From Full House. John Stamos. Oh, no! I'm sorry that my white boys are kind of obscure. <laughs> your, but yours are, my are two kind things. of... Wait, is he even white? Uh, he, he, he perhaps, you know, perhaps he's a little bit ethnic. Maybe he has a little bit of, a little a little bit bit of, of spice Greek in there. Blood. Okay, okay. So, like, I would argue that he's not even, like, that basic. basic. No, 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 no. But I do love him. He is my favorite. <laughs> okay, but Ben Barnes. Ben okay. Barnes, Prince Caspian. Okay, he oh. looks, oh my gosh, he looks kind of like Devin Bostick, the guy who plays Roger. Oh my gosh, I love him too! And everybody who's listening, look up who Ben Barnes is and put him next to a picture of Devin Bostick. I I would like to see it. I've never seen them in the same room, is all I'm saying. Right, oh. Was he in something Marvel related? or? Uh, I think he was in, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called, <laughs> so, The Destroyer or something? part of the, some... Of the Marvel franchise. There's... Something in the MCU. So he's probably rich, too, is what I'm hearing. Oh, hmm. He's British. He's British. He's British. Okay. Okay. I, you know what? I like it. And actually, right now in my apartment, on our whiteboard, which I don't think you've seen yet, we have, like, a, a vote going mm-hmm. for your favorite basic white boy. Oh we have gosh. Tom Holland. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Two others, I guess they're irrelevant. They don't have any votes. And then the last one is Chef Linguini from Ratatouille. Ooh. Right? Ooh, I might have to change my answer a third time. (laughs) Something about a man who can cook. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, Speaking of men, well, I guess we don't know if it's a man. Right, right. So, Kaylin, and the reason why I wanted to record with her and... This is my first time hearing about the story, too. But she basically had a home invasion, We right? think. We think. Okay. So, the, the way that I heard about it was, like, I, I think it was on your Snapchat story. It was on my Snapchat story. I just went on, and I was like, oh, haha, goofs and gaffs. And then all of a sudden, it got to this video, like, we're like, hey, um, me and all my roommates are just hanging out in her room because we're pretty sure somebody just, like, opened our unlocked door and walked in. Yeah. And I was kind of still laughing. I'm like, oh, haha, it's probably nothing. But then the next video was like, guys, we seriously think somebody's in here. And then it was like a video of one of your roommates, like, going out with probably like a frying pan or something. Like, <laughs> she's going to go check out the scene. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. The the tone of those Snapchat stories was definitely light, but we were mm. so freaked out. Yeah, I feel like it's something that would have been, like, it's funny now because mm-hmm. nothing bad happened, but like... Something bad could have happened. Something bad could have happened. We could have been in the living room when they walked in. Oh, my but gosh. But we weren't. We weren't. So what were you doing when it happened? Okay, let me set the scene. Okay, yes, please. So, 
there were only three of us living in our apartment at the time and we were both okay. we were about to have a fourth roommate move in so we she'd asked us to leave the door unlocked mm. so we've been leaving the door unlocked for her <laughs> yeah our first mistake little did you know you'd have a fifth roommate right <laughs> um so me and my two roommates were talking in one of our bedrooms it was the one closest to the front door okay and it's like 2 a.m <laughs> classic <laughs> our second mistake um we hear the front door open and we're like what the heck and we're trying to rationalize oh. it so we're like oh it's the new roommate coming in no! but why would she be coming in for the oh. first time at 2 a.m right oh my gosh so yeah we're like we stop talking we're silent and we hear them shuffling around in the front room they don't like enter the hallway or anything just the front room and mm. a little bit in the kitchen um and so where was i yeah they're shuffling around we hear male voices <gasps> I know. So we're still rationalizing. We're like, oh, she brought her boyfriend or her (laughs) dad or something to help her move in. That's crazy what, like, the human mind does when you're trying to convince yourself you're not in danger. Like, oh, it's just the the landlord. Oh, my gosh. I was sitting against the door just, like, like I couldn't move. I was so freaked out. Um, But, yeah, we heard the male voices, and then they just left. Okay. So they must have been there for maybe, like, 30 seconds, a minute before leaving, and so after they left, we waited like two or three minutes before coming out. And um, she hadn't, I mean, we thought it was her, but she, she hadn't. There. Yeah, she wasn't there. Oh. She hadn't dropped anything off. I knew she hadn't gone back to her bedroom because she's oh. the last one down the hall and we would have heard her, her footsteps. Um, so that's when we were like, oh, shoot, something's oh, off. Oh, my gosh. So, but we were still like, maybe, maybe it was her. So we texted her (laughs) and she confirmed that she wasn't there at all last night. We were so freaked out. So what we think happened was they walked in and my roommate has a dog that was just staying with us for a couple weeks um, while the family that she normally stays with, they Mm. like went to Hawaii or something. Um, we, it's a put, it's a pit bull. Oh, <laughs> it's a pit there bull. you go. God was looking out for right, you on that right, night. Right, right, Such a blessing. So we think that they walked in, saw the pit bull, and oh. then dipped. That's, oh my gosh. I know. You know, they say the dog is man's best friend, but they don't say the dog is women's best friend. And I think That's they true. should. That's true. For this and reason. it's so true. Did, did they take anything? Like, did you notice anything was different? Oh my gosh. No. We were just, like, in a state of, like, perpetually freaked out for, yeah. like, the full next day. So we literally, like, saw a magnet on our door <laughs> that hadn't been there before. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're being cased. Hold on. They're watching us. They're going to come back. This is our sign. You're going to turn into, like, a QAnon conspiracy theorist for the guys. We were so paranoid. And, you know, we, oh we don't gosh. think that's the case anymore. The further away it gets, we're like, maybe someone just thought it was their friend's apartment. Yeah. But that's still. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, freaky. I like to think. Well, I don't like to think, but to make the story interesting, I like to think it was a criminal and that they got deterred by the pit bull. I also like to think it was a criminal. <laughs> Just so it can sound cool. What an interesting way to start out. Oh my god. Twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> everyone take me back to the australian forest fires <laughs> the good old days this forest fire of an apartment yeah. so you did end up staying at like one of your roommate's relatives house that night oh, we were going to but then we just <laughs> we just locked the door that okay. night and, yeah. see because i feel like i listen to enough true crime podcasts right i would be paranoid that somebody had stayed there and like was hiding oh we checked everywhere okay 
But yeah, there could have been places that we missed, but we checked all the rooms, all the closets. Oh. We were literally like walking around the house with like butcher knives. Oh my gosh. And pepper spray. I, it was I don't insane blame looking, you. but I mean, I, that's that's true because if that happened in my apartment, there's only so many places you can look. Yeah. It's not like it's a mansion where right. you're like, let's see if he's in the fourth guest bedroom. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, all our spaces are pretty small, so like I mean, we checked under the couch, but no one's fitting under there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, like, the the audacity. The audacity. Of whoever that was. Ugh, those streets of Provo are getting real mean. Yeah, what the heck? I, but what's interesting is I remember um, at orientation of the university we go to, we had this 20-minute lecture talk about basically how people think especially women think that they're safe in Provo Mm -hmm. when they're actually not and there's predators and so the policewoman who was telling us the story she said that basically these two girls like roommates were walking home with their groceries and these two guys pulled over in their car and were like hey like can we drive you back to your apartment to help you with your groceries and like that seems innocent enough because I feel like given I don't given what we know about people who live here, like, you'd just be like, oh, they're just being nice, like... Yeah. But, ap- apparently, so they went in, helped them put their groceries away, and I guess the those guys had noticed that their door didn't lock properly. And oh so... Oh, my goodness. Later that night, they, like, went into their apartment, and I don't remember what happened, like, the the, the girls were okay, like, it was fine... But, like, they, I don't know what they were trying to do. I I don't like to think about what they were trying to do. But luckily they were able to, like, defend themselves and call the police and it was fine. They were there. That's so scary. Yeah, like, they were there and they were not there to be friends. Like, they they were trying to do something. Oh, my gosh. Like, whether it was stealing something or worse, like. And so she told that story and I'm like, yep, I'm never talking to a man again. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not talking to a man again. I'm not- <laughs> 2021 here we go dude that really (laughs) makes me think though like people could just be dressing up as missionaries right oh my gosh enter your home and you think they're like providing service or something because they're missionaries (gasps) and they're just random stop oh my gosh that reminds me of this um this show i was watching it was it it was like some tlc show Uh about drug dealers and how like a missionary was, like, y- using being a missionary as a front for his, like, drug dealing business. Mm-hmm. And so he took his Bible and, like, cut out a big hole in it. And that's where he kept all of his weed. <laughs> and would, like... <laughs> like, that's terrible, but it's also, like... Very smart. Right? Like... Who's gonna... Who's gonna suspect that? Yeah. And I think it went from weed to, like, to worse. Um, <laughs> Crack cocaine. But they really, I guess they really tapped into the religious community when... Yeah. I guess people felt so much pressure to be perfect that they turned to drugs. I feel like that's getting more and more common in Utah, too. I think so, too. I think Utah has a really high prescription yeah. drug problem. Like, opiate crisis. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not that plastic surgery is a crisis, but I think plastic... <laughs> totally different not drugs pandemic plastic surgery i I feel like it might be because people here feel this this pressure to be perfect Mm -hmm. and plastic surgery is the answer like yeah it's not the only answer but it's an answer and if you have money like why why not um so yeah um 
Avoiding men at all costs. Avoiding men at all costs. Is what I took from, from that story. <laughs> um, disclaimer, if you're a man and you're listening and you're offended, it's, we're not talking about you, we're talking about men who... who break into houses. Yes. We're talking about men who offer to help with groceries, and when they go inside and realize that the girl's door doesn't lock... They go back with the intent to harm them. That's who we're talking about. Very specific brand Very of specific. men. If this doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. Right. It's an it's a shoe fits kind of situation. <laughs> we love men. We love... Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, I, I love three men. The father, the son, and the sister. <laughs> um, I, I concur. Wow. Um, so that... Uh, I wasn't going to tell this story, but I feel like... It's relatable. So this isn't about a man with the intent to do harm. Actually, it was quite the opposite. But it's experiences like the one that Kaylin just told us about, and also the one that the story that I just told, that make it so it's hard to accept help from men because you're you're not sure if they have good intentions. Yeah. Most of them do, I'm sure. But it's always the one that doesn't that you ha- that makes you have to be careful with everybody. Yeah, you have to be so careful. Yeah. And so I think of like in the gym, I always tell the story and to be like, I'm joking. Like I, I wasn't actually upset at this guy, but like, I'm just tell- I'm joking. I'm elaborating. I'm exaggerating for the humor of the story. So me and my friend Charlotte were working out and we were at that one. It's not really a machine, but I guess that's what you'd call it. The one where you like put your legs up against the pads and it's, and it's like you lean, you lean over and then like lift up and it's supposed to be for your back. You know mm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just mm. a, a machine at the gym. Okay. A machine at the gym. We'll leave a- it at that. Yes. I was, I was trying to figure out how it worked cause it was the first time that I had used that particular machine mm-hmm. and I was doing fine. I'm like, Oh, like I figured it out. Like I, I figured out how to make it shorter because I was shorter than most people using it, I guess. Um, and right when I had it figured out, this guy came over and was like, Hey, um, do you need, do you need help with that? And I was like, um, or what did he say? He says something like, Oh no, you got to do it like this. And I was like, Oh no, I think I got it. But like, before I had time to respond, he had already moved it. And he's like, Oh, okay. So what, like, what height do you want it at? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I just figured it out. Mansplaining. Mansplaining. <laughs> so and, real. And and so, and then he just walked away and it was fine. And like, obviously he couldn't have, That that's not him being a predator. Mm-hmm. It's just also me, me being annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and then I came home to my apartment and was talking about it. And then one of my roommates was, asked me, she's like, okay, if it had been a girl doing it, would you have felt differently? And I think the honest answer is yes. And it's not because I hate men. I like most men, yeah. I would say, in all seriousness. I know I joke, but I have I have four amazing brothers. I have, mm-hmm. I have a great dad. I mean, you know my family. Like, I know your family. Yeah. Yeah, I live with only my dad and my yeah. brother. I do, I do really like men. <laughs> your brother. <laughs> kind of an icon, kind honestly. Of an icon. So, like, you know, I don't hate men. Like, it's a joke. But, like, it's things like that. If a guy offers to help you... Like, even if he means it with the kindest intentions, sometimes it comes across, at best, as kind of cringy and awkward, yeah. and at worst, like... Y- like a predator. A predator. <laughs> Which, 
Again, I know the guy in the gym wasn't a predator. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't trying to be like, oh, she's a woman, so she doesn't know how to use the equipment. I don't think. Yeah. But sometimes what it is and what it comes across as can be different, so especially when different. it comes to men interacting with women, especially in kind of more vulnerable places, like walking home at night. Mm-hmm. If, if you are a man and see a woman walking home alone at night, First of all, know that she has one finger on the trigger for her pepper spray, first oh, of all. Oh, absolutely. She's got the key, like, between her yeah. knuckles. And I'm not really sure, like, okay, if you were walking home alone at night and there was a guy in the distance, mm-hmm. what could he do that would make you feel the most safe? Safe? Yeah. Ooh, leave. <laughs> Start walking <laughs> the other direction. I'm serious. I, I, I don't just... care if you're right, if you live right there, leave. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I don't yeah. know. I think, like, if there's someone walking behind me in any circumstance, I'm, like, uh, I'm, like, checking over my shoulder. Yeah. And I'm alone. Yeah. yeah. But I'm wondering, so I'm, I'm thinking of walking home, and if there's a guy behind you, the problem is, if he stays moving at the same pace, I'm going to be, like, is he following me? Yeah. But if he speeds up, I'm going to be, like, is he trying to, like... Pursue me? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I guess, cross... Slow down? The, the street and walk on the other side? Or, yeah, yeah, maybe slow down. I don't know. Yeah. But then, you know, it's like, how big of an inconvenience? It's not... Men, it's not that much of an inconvenience to cross, <laughs> cross the street and walk on the other side mm-hmm. to make a woman feel safe. I agree. I think that's something that you can do, for sure. Yeah. Or, oh, okay, wait, I think I've heard this. Call somebody on the phone. So, like, I always call people when I'm walking home alone at mm-hmm. night. But I mean, like, if you're a guy and you're near a woman that you might think might be kind of nervous call somebody on the phone so it's like okay they're just having a friendly conversation like if they were trying to pursue me they wouldn't be this obvious you know like oh they're taking a phone call it's fine it's casual yeah i think that would be a good sign yeah make me think that maybe he's not trying to kidnap me right now if he was like hi mom i'd be like okay (laughs) but then again if he was a really good criminal he would do that on purpose. Anyway. The Ted Bundys of the world. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's not get too I meta think with it. was a Mormon, was an LDS person. <laughs> was a member of the Church <laughs> of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. almost curse? <laughs> what? Sorry, sorry. Sorry for using that name in this household. <laughs> get out. <laughs> the spirit's left. My bad, truly. No, okay. A member of the Church of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. of Latter-day Saints. For those listeners who don't know what that is, she's talking about Mor- a Mormon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ted Bundy was a Mormon. No. He was. He was? Yes. I watched both of those things oh, that came out in, no. like, 2018 about him. He was in a ward in, like, Salt Lake or something. I'm pretty sure he, like, took someone from oh! our school's campus. Oh, no. But fact-checked me. So on that note, I wanted to end it um, with something comedic. I was thinking, you know the game the game show Jeopardy? I do. Where they, like, they, they say something like, name something that people use to cook with. And then they have, like, the top five answers on the board. And you have to name them. Clown alert! Turns out I was actually thinking of Family Feud and not Jeopardy. My bad. So, my Jeopardy question is, name... The weirdest possible thing you could do to deter a man from attacking you. (laughs) 
I'm, I was thinking, like, if you just start, like, hissing, like, you're like, like yeah, I've heard a lot, like, oh, um, yeah, 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 I've heard a lot about that, like, barking at them, like, disarm, yeah, that's probably pretty effective, actually, yeah, because it's unexpected, yeah, because you expect, you like, just think that they're, like, unstable, yeah, like a freak, and then you leave, let's be honest, and I hate, I, I hate thinking about this, but if somebody were to, like, attack me on the street, mm-hmm. I think my, I don't know what I would do, because it's never happened, luckily but i think my first reaction would be to like shut down mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know i like it's fight or flight i don't think fight, i would fight flight or pee <laughs> <laughs> yes if a man if a man addresses you at the gym you need to pee on him okay <laughs> but to be honest that's a little bit how i think okay i don't know if this is okay to say on the podcast but it might for me it, it might even be fight flight or poop <laughs> Because yeah, what would you do if you were trying to, well, I'm not saying you're going to try to kidnap someone, but if you were kidnapping someone and they just, mm. like, you were, like, carrying them and they just, like, pooped, I'd be would like, you no. drop them? Would yeah. you drop them or would you, like, keep them? Mm. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> to just abandon them on the street. I'm, t- I'm done with it. <laughs> oh. But that's assuming that, like, kidnappers are afraid of poop. Yeah, that's true. And if some just aren't. of, like, lifetime imprisonment. Right. But also, and, like, disclaimer, this isn't to say that, like, if you've been a victim, like, this isn't victim blaming, okay? Like, I am on the victim side 100%. Like, if something had happened bad to Kaylin, I, w- I wouldn't have been like, why didn't you poop? <laughs> why didn't you pee on him, you know? Yeah. This is, yeah. you know. Um, I feel like also, like, speaking in tongues, if you were like, oh, no, 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 he's like, whoa, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> not messing with that. No, no, no. <laughs> um, can you think of any other ones? Uh, no, barking and pooping would be my good <laughs> best. In that I'm order. I'm so sorry, Lonely fans. I, so, that might be a little gross. <laughs> so basically, channel your inner dog. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm sensing mm. a theme. Mm. So in conclusion, start barking at men. And by men, we don't mean all men. We mean men who are predators. Men who are predators. Start barking at predators. Start barking at predators. Poop your pants <laughs> while speaking in tongues. And you'll be set. Beautiful. Speak um, in tongues again, just so I can hear it. You'll never end up on a true crime podcast, that's for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, disclaimer, again, in all seriousness, you could do all of that and still be attacked, and it would not be your fault. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Kaylin, I'm glad, I'm glad that nothing actually happened with your apartment getting invaded. Thank you, Emily. I'm glad as well. I was very invested in the Snapchat story, <laughs> and I really wanted to know if you were safe and what happened. The saga. I wonder, like, what if they just left behind, like, one, like, something that's so small, like, I'm trying to think, what would be creepy that they could have left behind? Dude, the magnet on my door. (laughs) (laughs) You left behind one magnet and you're like, that wasn't there before. What does it mean? That's literally what I was thinking. But then, okay, I I took some time to think about it and I realized that, like, our apartment complex just puts up flyers and I was like... (laughs) Like, oh, maybe, maybe maybe the flyer guy just took a wrong turn. Right. At 2 a.m. <laughs> while he was putting up flyers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For country swing dancing. <laughs> and that's the only thing to do around here. That was that. And he accidentally turned the doorknob, walked inside. His hand just slipped. He slipped on the doorknob. Yeah, I'm sure that was the case. Absolutely. <laughs> also, okay, speaking of, I'm not, I won't get to, I'll cut this part out, but okay. like a Fuego Friday. Do you know what that is? <laughs> yeah. So th- basically this really popular club where we live, apparently, keep in mind, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Apparently it's open 
and people are just going. I've heard that. The, That's insane. My only experiences with that place have been, like, you get really comfortable with the people next to you because there's oh, not yeah. a lot of room. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine. Like, COVID factory. <laughs> I Definitely accessible. Yeah. So, uh... That's that's Provo for you. That's Provo for you. <laughs> Just a little bit about the culture. So if you were to leave us with one with one thought, even one word, what would it be? <sighs> besides besides start barking at men. <laughs> oh hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm sorry. I don't know. Give me some ideas, give me some ideas. Um Um mm, I was actually, like, looking up, like, good questions to ask podcast guests because, like, I need to be more of, like, a host, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to be a better host. No, you're a great host. Um, I'll ask you, I was looking up weird interview questions, and, oh my gosh, I found this webpage, a little bit of a tangent, but I think it's funny. So I looked up, like, silly questions <laughs> to ask question. in an interview. Um, okay, here we go. Blog HubSpot. 15 fun, weird, and unexpected interview questions. (laughs) The first one, how would you solve problems if you were from Mars? I'm like, I read that. I'm like, what kind of capitalist hellscape do we have to live in? (laughs) This, this guy's just like, yep, I have, I have five kids and a dog and I need to get this job. And they're like, but what would you do if you were on Mars, though? You're like, okay. Oh my goodness. You you have to laugh because you want the job, but on the inside, you're screwed. Right. So how would I even answer that? What would you do if you were like, Mars? That's not a good question. Like, no. who wrote this article? Okay. <laughs> um, you've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? That. That's a question. Leave us with your final thoughts. What would you do with the elephant? I would. Be friends with it. I okay. guess. I don't know. Take rides on its back, mm. perhaps. Okay. Um, no one would raid my home again. <laughs> yeah. For True. sure. Yeah, make sure the elephant is a woman. Is yeah, female. make sure the elephant is female for sure. Because you never Something know. Something you have to do before you keep it. <laughs> Otherwise, cut it out. Nope, sorry. Out of your life. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, this has been... <laughs> we're shaking hands. <laughs> this has been a, a pl- pleasure doing business with you. It's been a treat, Emily. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm, uh, at the end of the day, I'm glad you're safe. And Lonely Fans listeners, show Kaylin some love in the, the comments of my Patreon. Or in the Apple Podcasts app. If you mm-hmm. go into the Apple Podcasts app, if you're listening to it, or even if you're not, and you leave a review about the podcast, I will screenshot it and I will shout you out in the next podcast. So... Bonus points if you mention Kaylin and the power that she holds. That's some pretty good incentive. Well, we'll see you next time on Lonely Fans. Mwah. Where the only time you want to pay me... Wait, frick, I got it wrong. Okay, okay, good. I have this mantra at the end, and I've, I, I've said it differently every time. <laughs> the, only, the only thing you want to pay is for me to stop talking. Until next time. <laughs>